This is Mogul Talk. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is what we call Mogul Talk. Table Talk Radio's own season two. You heard it here first from folks. (laughs) 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 Yo, hashtag mute R. Kelly. I don't see nothing wrong. Nah, I can't sing that, right? Nah, R. Kelly's muted. R. Kelly's done. It's your boy here. Yo, I'm a flirt. I'm a flirt. I mean, I'm a flirt. I mean, no, we're not gonna do this because we're gonna go down the lane of just just like reflecting on his music and seeing like shit that we love, and it's not right. Because if that's the case, then we shouldn't be muting Bill Cosby, and we gotta mute Bill Cosby. So we got a thousand percent. So it's just it's a respect thing. But um, before we dive into that, this is your boy King Jules. I'm not the sauce, and we're back here with Mogul Talk episode two. Um, no, this is not episode two. This is season two, episode one. Yeah, man, we finally made it back. Sorry about that long hiatus. Facts, facts. Um, but we now we're going to make it serious. We're going to really put this shit at the forefront of what we do and our website. Yeah, because, definitely. Because this shit is going to go far. We're going to start the network. We got the Wave podcast with Craig, aka Swag. Sour Batch Kid. Um, Sauce and the Dawn. Sauce and Dawn. Mogul Talk. Mogul Talk. Nomadic. Nomadic. We're coming. We and we, that's, we're going to have that weekly content for you guys you know just just to really just put it out there to see what god does with it and just leave it in god's hand exactly god's plan as long as we he gave us his tools and we're gonna build try and build the house and that's all it's all about you know we try to build the table can you build the house with hay i mean the, you can't you can you could build a shelter yes hmm. but it's not gonna the, the wolf is gonna come and blow it all down i like the way you think <laughs> You know? <laughs> oh man! All right, cool. So we out here. Do you uh, think you can build the house of hay? I think you could. It's a it's a it's a uh, a tool you can use to build the house, but it's not the only thing. Totally. You know? Can you build a house with just bricks? Yeah, but you need cement, some or like paste to put them together, gum or something. Yeah, clay. You need something. And what are you trying to say with that? I don't know. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that you can't do one thing without the other. And yeah. you need multiple things to do to innovate. And change the, change the game. Just because you have one idea or you're doing one thing doesn't mean... It, like, yes, you're trying to push off that one thing off the ground, but you got to have other things and prepare yourself. You know, like you need other tools, you need other resources to make that one thing happen. Definitely. And that's why I like what, you know, 24 hours is doing with their space. Swag. Creating yeah. that collaborative space for ideas to just be bounced off. Yeah. You know, um, that's what we need. Uh, and you even got like uh, innovation spaces is just what you need to put in the hood. Because mm-hmm. like that's what 21 Savage is doing. Uh, I'm telling you, like. Everybody who's hustling and everything, they're smart. They know how to, they could put their business tactics into anything. And yeah. if you just give them the tools, son will be better than anyone. Once black people got into the NBA, like the game was changed. They, you know, like it was three black women who landed that uh, fucking spaceship, uh, rocket, and that hidden. Talk hidden, about hidden it. Figures. Talk your shit, bro. You know Talk your saying? shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, like, what I'm trying to say is just that. Niggas can do anything. Niggas can't do anything. But and once I, they are, the world will be a better place. Nah, you're right. I, I definitely like what you were talking about. Like, you know, we need more creative spaces and creative outlets for 
people of color. And we blessed to be in New York City. De- like, definitely. There's like a whole world um, that doesn't have shit. You know, for us, like we like you said, we're, we are blessed. We definitely have the resources and people behind us and like abilities to be in that space to be creatively productive. But, um, you know, there's some people who have the dreams, they have the ideas, but they don't have the resources. Um, to do it, you know what I mean? Like, how can you get that podcast off the ground? How can you do that photo shoot that you wanted to do? How can you do that video shoot you wanted to do? Or how did you want to produce that album, but you don't got the equipment, you know, to produce it? Or you don't totally. got the instruments, you know what I mean? It's like um, putting yourself in a position to create a space and be uh, be more useful you know to the community that's really important you know how can you give back to the community how can you better the culture you know if we would say it that way and really that's um what everything should be the focus about everything just being selfless um like if the people who were uh behind r kelly were selfless none of the shit would happen if they weren't trying to put it aside just because they were making money and he made a lot of people money that shit could have been stopped mm-hmm. you know he doesn't deserve to be on the the pedestal that he is True. for the shit that he's but done. we but we did it the culture did that we gave him that pedestal yeah but i'm talking about like the record label executives but see you know that actually had the power to like you know i'm not gonna work but with it was money. for them it was money i know but if they were actually selfless like, we would have that conversation yeah i mean it's crazy to think about you know like how much money can buy and the things that like how much control that money has and people have with money and it's like I admit it, I admit it. <laughs> I admit it, I admit it. Um no, it's it's really crazy, you know what I mean? Like we're not on our regular everyday basis, it's like how can you help somebody? How can you be better to help somebody? And like think of all those people who knew what was going on with the R. Kelly situation for so many years and let it go by. And instead of putting themselves to the side and saying, you know what, it's not about money, it's not about, you know, all this other stuff. It's like, you know what I'm gonna do, it's morally right. And it's taking a docuseries for people to really consider that. And look up the record labels, they knew about this. The, his management team, they knew about it. His Son, family, they knew about he it. He called himself the Pod Piper. I mean, yeah, if you don't exactly. know what the Pod Piper is, it's a guy who went with a flute, went around uh, little towns collecting children. He called himself that. He made a song called with Aaliyah called AJ Nothing But A Number. This was, shit was always here, you know? It's always sus. It's fucked up, man. Fucked it is up. fucked up, man. It really is. So, like, don't, like, like nobody knew. Everybody knew, like... Uh, it didn't take this documentary to put it to the limelight. And people are going to freaking... Well, nah. People are, like, serious. More people, like, young people are serious, are, about are serious yeah. you know? Um, which I commend. You know, that's why, like, the young people need to rule everything. Not everything, but, like, you know, our government is just old people. Mm-hmm. It's an old way, old way eight, of thought. 80 years old, like, making decisions for the future. It's ridiculous. That's why I fuck with Ocasio-Cortez. That's why. You know? Even though she's... Whatever. Right she's young. But some everybody got to start somewhere. Definitely, you know, you know what I'm saying. We got we got to be the change that we want to see, like in our everyday lives. You know what I mean. We can't let this this stuff go by. And you know, like credits to the Me Too movement. Um, you know, we're not allowing this type of behavior of people taking advantage of their positions of power, and you know, using that to their own advantage, whether it's sexually, financially, and stuff like that, to like abuse people. Because at the end of the day, people are, are the ones that put you in those positions of power. Definitely. Like if it wasn't for us or and it wasn't for the culture, R. Kelly wouldn't have a career. If it wasn't for us, you know, 
hip hop wouldn't be where it is and all these record companies wouldn't be um, monopolizing it and making all the money off of it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like we put the, them in a, these positions of power and time after time, you know, we're seeing, especially now in today's climate, that people are have been taken advantage of it, which we've already known, but also now you're looking at a point where it's like, how many people are affected by this? You know what I mean? And how many lives is this going to taint and change in a negative way because of the decisions that this person has made, you know, to take advantage of all these people, you know, like I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who feel some type of way about the R Kelly situation. There's people who still, still feel some type of way about the Bill Cosby situation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just that, that's, simple of the situation it's crazy that niggas in jail it is crazy but you know like slapped by a chicken patty it's (laughs) it's it's all about accountability like you know you got to hold these people accountable we cannot allow this type of behavior we can't allow this type of action we can't allow this thing any of this stuff to happen on a regular basis because you know what we're smart enough we've been educated enough we've seen it there's more acceptance in today's society than it was back in those days you know what i mean and it's easier for us to say something now than it was back then you know um a thousand percent a thousand percent it's it's crazy man but um I don't even know. Let's get off the R. Kelly subject. All right, Fuck off that R. Nigga. Kelly. I'm a flirt. So now that's the hit now. <laughs> um, something else like all right. Well, like kind of just like where we was at, where we left off, like season one. We were just like talking about like pretty much just where our journey of like becoming moguls. And I think in the past year, we definitely learned a lot of shit. For us, you know, in terms of like our business with Roundtable, what we're trying to accomplish and like where we're trying to go with things. Um, And I think what we the biggest thing that we learned was just, you know, knowing our worth and understanding like what our time is worth, what our energy is worth and making sure that we're working with people who respect that. And I think, you know, with us doing that, you know, residency situation, I think that taught us a lot of lessons in terms of how we wanted to be um, business wise and how do we how we wanted to operate Um, with that. I would just say that it it was a a learning curve where I feel like. Never in in business should you feel underappreciated, you know, business is like a mutual situation, you know what I mean? And the people that you're working with in business, you should feel like you're getting something out of it just as much as they're getting something out of it. And if at any point you feel that the other person is getting out of more out of it than you are, then that's when you kind of remove yourself and sever that partnership and move on to something else. And I think that's something that we had we learned this year, you know, with our severing ties with, you know, um, Starbar. Definitely. There's a point where you really get diminishing returns. Um, once you continue doing something. And we definitely saw that with the Starbucks residency because in the beginning of it, we were making more money than later on. Yeah, def. Um, The attendance seems to, you know, still be the same, but uh, just something, you know, went off and uh, Starbar was like raising their prices, um, expecting more money. And it they weren't even putting out for us. Their equipment wasn't even doing that good. Mm-hmm. Ended up taking away the stage, unfortunately. Yeah. And so really it was a point. It is important to know when it is that you need to get out. Like Drake has said, like if you watch his LeBron thing, the shop, he was like, I don't want to overstay my welcome. I want to bow out at the best way possible. Sure. Now, I don't know when Drake is going to do that because he's dropping, he's dropped an album every year for the past 10 years. doesn't seem like he's stopping soon, but 
That's what we had to do with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But we ended gracefully. Yeah, in my definitely. Opinion. It was actually beautiful because in the beginning, Star Bar didn't have a stage. Yeah. And I, when I first saw it was there, they didn't have a stage. And we grew with them to the point where they had a stage, got better lights, um, more people. Uh, they started to grow every day having a show, having a performance. They had double bookings. Yeah. You know, and it was beautiful to be a part of that. And see that, that development. You know, being a caterpillar to the cocoon, to the butterfly. Um, it is beautiful. Like, even thinking about it now. We were part of that growth, you know. There are days that without us, nobody would be there. Sure, you know, and um, but uh, definitely, you just gotta. As they grow, we have to grow as well. Yeah, we have to go into our cocoon, and also regroup. You know, focus on our artists. Yeah, um, because that's also another thing when you're doing something that seems to be working, but it eventually isn't what you should be doing. Like working a nine to five. I know we all want to quit our nine to fives, and it just feels like the same thing over and over mm-hmm. again. We get we get comfortable. We get comfortable, yeah, and we did get comfortable. Sometimes you need to take that leap, and you might be falling for a long time. Like, damn, I'm falling. Well, I'm still falling. Like, what's going on, God? Like, but eventually that parachute is gonna come out, and uh, you continue on to the next step. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's very true. Like, I feel like you can't get anywhere without stepping out of your comfort zone. I feel like, um. With us, we get so complacent in our everyday lives, like even working that nine to five situation, you know, um, whether it's a nine to five that you like or a nine to five you don't like, totally. you still get in a point in a feeling where it's like, I don't want to do this. I know that I can be doing something else. My energy can be challenged um, and, and directed somewhere else or my mental state can be challenged or my work life can be challenged and I can be doing something better. Um, but sometimes it's like you got to know when that season is up, when, when your season is up at a certain place. And sometimes you can overstay your welcome at, at a place. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to overstay your welcome when you go to somebody's house. So why overstay your welcome in a place where you don't want to be? Um, and I feel like with the sidebar situation, we definitely did bow out gracefully and the transition to see them grow and develop. And as we grew and developed, they grew and developed, but also knowing like, hey, you know what? Sometimes you got to look at your situation, even with like dealing with businesses and dealing with collaborators, like even look at your inner circle. Sometimes you got to realize like it was good while it lasted, but you got to know when to step out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it's like, you know what? Time is up. And I'm I'm happy to see where you're going but maybe we're not going in the right direction yeah um that's what you know contracts exist for a reason that's very true you know so they you can't you know nobody does a lifetime contract nope other than lebron but and people in prison i mean it's a lifetime sentence wow that's a bar right there (laughs) yo that has write that down write that down that's a bar take notes (laughs) um like you have a two-year contract at the end of it you say hey do i want to renew or do i want not Mm -hmm. you make that decision and that's the beauty of it. Um, and also, it's important to know that, like, don't you also shouldn't make those leaps based on other people's expectations mm-hmm. because we all get frustrated in the situation we are. And social media, unfortunately, plays that role. Always. You know, that the expectations of everything, like, uh, that's what makes this day and age very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I see this shit. This person's perfect on Instagram. Even though deep down inside, that per- per- person probably isn't doing as well as mm-hmm. they're displaying. Um, people only post the good things. On Always, Instagram. yeah. You know, so, I mean, I've seen some depressing shit as well, but <laughs> people post mostly the good shit. 
Like it's not Tumblr. It's not. It's not like I, I I posted today. Yeah, you see me smiling in this picture, and I'm very happy. But like, you're not gonna know that I had a really shit day. And yeah, this and is making me feel. And so better. really, what I'm trying to say is that you know everybody's gonna go at their own pace. Mm-hmm. It took us two years to realize that, you know, with the residency, and but we went at, at our own pace. And I honestly, I think the rebrand also to the come up was awesome. Definitely, I think it was beautiful. It, it gave it like a sense of purpose and knowing like what we were trying to accomplish. It was way better. Like even though I did fuck with last year's like eleven eleven and like uh, March Madness, Black Lovin', Black Lovin'. I thought about that the other day. <laughs> I looked at the cover and I was like, "We named this Black Lovin'," <laughs> and I was like, "What does that even mean?" And I was like, "I wonder if like." People, non-African American people who went to the event or even like saw the flyer, like what they thought that meant, and yeah, that was interesting. But like, yeah, those I like those. I I like the fact that we gave those individual names to the events because it gave it like a nice theme. It was yeah. very quirky, but I think with the come up, the rebrand and the come come up made it more serious. You know, it wasn't just like, hey, we have a residency and we're just throwing this show. It's like, hey, this shows a certain level of consistency. Like, hey, you 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 you're looking for that outlet where you can see up and coming artists perform, whether they're a rapper, singer, band, group, or whatever. Okay, you know what? You'll go to Hot ninety seven. Who's next? You know, for the next who's next right. hip hop, or you'll go to um like the rhythm of the night to see who's next in R and B. Um, or you can go to the come up, and you can kind of get a mix of the both. You know, and, and you know, I think it's something that's very marketable. Yeah, definitely. You know, something that could be thrown anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. And I think that's what like for going forward in twenty nineteen or twenty twenty, like taking the come up elsewhere you know like taking to come up state to state like imagine like we be the ability to go to a different city and be like yo we want to see the best of the best of the talent in new york city Uh, in say we go to boston or say we go to philly or dc yo let's see submit all all these artists submit their their singles we listen back to the singles to pick the best that we want to highlight diversity talent following all of that good stuff and then you got the come up and now the come up is in DC, and now the come up is in mm. Philly, and that's how you book, expand. This is how you grow, you know. Yeah, even like we could like one day like at Rolling Loud Festival have the come up stage, come up stage, and bro. Like, it's not where all the main people are. It's, it's where everybody on the come up. Yeah, at this festival to do that shit for you, you know. And I, right now, like I feel like you don't really get. It's not like back in the day where like. You got the the ability to go face level with your favorite artists where they're at like a very intimate setting, you know. Mm-hmm. Like imagine being in two thousand and five and you're going to see T Pain like you are going to see him now at Urban Plaza for twenty nine ninety five, right? Yeah, yeah. Like that's an intimate setting. You would love to see your art favorite artist at a great price, but like this is them in their raw form before they hit to the stadiums, mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. they go in the the crazy radio tour, you know. Um, and not everyone's gonna make it. Not everybody's going to make it, but it's like, it would be good to say, you know what? I remember 20 years from now, like when you ever hear like your parents or grandparents talk about their favorite bands and groups. Like I know when my mom, she was, she would talk about how she saw Belle Biv DeVoe in like 91 mm-hmm. at, like with her sister. And I, I was, actually like, saw Belle Biv DeVoe this year. You did? Yeah. How was it? It was awesome. It was mad funny. I couldn't, it was Swiss Beats brought them out. They did Poison. And I was like, what the fuck? That's so random. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> but continue. Um... But like, you know, to have that experience you, that you tell your kids like, hey, you know, I remember back in the day I saw this so-and-so artist at this show called The Come Up, you know, 
um that would be so such a dope experience to give them that outlet you know continuously and everybody has that story to tell their kids like hey this is the, what the come up did for me and that's what happens with like brands that like have longevity you're that you can you're be able to pass it down to your kids like you pass mcdonald's down to your kids you pass you know burger king down to your kids those are fast food chains but like brands that stay with you throughout your whole family like your favorite car brand or your favorite computer mm. brand you know what i mean like that type of thing that you go on with the you know for yeah. the rest of your life your political affiliation your political affiliation that's the truth <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah nah so like you know coming up this year we're just gonna try you know the come up link up and drink yeah. up uh link up drink up is gonna be the next event um hopefully more most likely, yeah, most likely, it is. It is. We're definitely, you know, I think Link Up and Drink Up was a great opportunity for us to connect with our fellow creators. And you know, uh, for this year, hopefully, we can do something like after the panel, some like some way we could get uh dyads out in terms of like just two people talking to each other, but mm-hmm. through a game, I don't know, match them somehow, yeah, pick a th- name out the hat, and then they can network with each other, or like you know, just have a five minute conversation par- partnership, like you get tagged for a partner, like, uh, and like. You're gonna be sitting at this table with that person. Some this shit. is your, your partner for the event. Some some posse shit, you know. They, they, that were cool. I, honestly, posse was the shit, bro. I know. Like, it was. I definitely didn't take advantage of the situation yeah, as much mad, as I could. You're mad dumb. I I was mad dumb. It's okay though. Hindsight is twenty twenty. You know, everything happens for a reason too. You That's know? a fact. It was not meant for me to take that opportunity and that leap. Because then you wouldn't have like, I wouldn't have came up with this idea. Round table. Ah, you never know. You were producing before. I was, but like you were producing before. Me working with like Rose Record Label, like Word, made okay. me think like, yo, I can do this better and not take advantage of artists. And then I want to go start my own label. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. To yeah. kind of like, open facts. that door. Facts, facts. And then after Link Up and Drink Up, yeah, you know, just and then hopefully the spot somehow, some way, maybe give like one free drink somehow. Yeah, like. Um, just so they could get, you know, you need that aphrodisiac to make shit a little easier. Yeah. You know, kick, kick the edge off a little. Yeah. And so. Everybody needs a shot. I say take a shot. Also to anybody who saw me recently, I just heard that I'm a very aggressive drunk and I force people to take shots. Yeah. And I'm sorry for anybody that I've ever forced to take a shot. If you felt very R. Kelly to me, you know. Wow, that's OD. <laughs> okay. I just want people to have very, a little time. Very dominant. Okay. Very dominant. I'm kidding. Do I'm not kidding. associate with me with okay. R. Kelly anyway. Just drink the perp, the Grey Penny. The Grey Penny? Where, where did that come from? Taylorport. Grey Penny. Yo, who said that though? It's young Tugs. Yo, yeah. Young Tugs said that. He was like, this is like the Grey Penny. <laughs> He's like, yo, drink that Grey Penny. And if you call that shit Great Penny, let us know because that shit is hilarious. Also, Taylor Wine Company, if you would like to sponsor me, um, I would like a sponsorship for your port wine. Um, That's another thing we need. We need like sponsorships. How do we like go about that? There has to be some, you know, some juice bar that will give us some celery drink. This is a, this is an open forum. If you are a local business that wants to get on and want you, us to talk about, you know, you on the come up and show you off at our events, we're looking for sponsors. Like you could just give us like you know like fifty bucks and we'll shout out your name, something. You know, we'll put, put you on the we'll, flyer. We'll put display your name, sponsored by, sponsored by. You know, son. I'm trying to get a Dunkin' Donuts sponsorship. You know why? 
Because I will fuck with some fucking strawberry frosted donuts. Okay? I love them. A dozen? Give me a free dozen of strawberry frosted donuts, Damn. my nigga. A whole dozen? <laughs> a whole dozen. Not even one jelly? Jelly's my favorite, bro. No, I mean, right, if I had to do a top five of donuts, it would be... Jelly? Strawberry frosted. No, if I let me do my my dozen of, of the strawberry frosted, the French curler. Fire. The chocolate glaze. The regular glaze. Chocolate glaze is good. Regular blue, glaze. Crazy. Blueberry glaze. Blueberry cake donut. Okay. Then okay. I would do a vanilla frosted. So that's a half a dozen right there. Um, if I'm feeling really edgy, I might do an old fashioned. Um, wow. A Boston cream. Fashion. I hate Boston. Boston cream, cream is fire. Oh. And I gotta really be in the mood for I a jelly donut. About it. Really? Disgusting. The cream is so good. Oh hell no! Hell no! Fuck out of here. Damn, you don't even like the chocolate on the top. It's all right, but Boston cream. You like the lemon custard? The lemon custard is oh. good too. No, oh, the pumpkin spice, bro. You're white the pumpkin girl. spice. I knew, I knew, you, I knew you were white inside. I'm not white, but you know what it was? It's, I was in college, and my friend said that like I used to be like a fan of uh, sweet potato pie. I mean, I still am a fan of sweet potato pie. Sweet potato and pie. And I had one of my white roommates try it, and he was like, "Dude, this tastes like sweet. Um, this tastes like pumpkin pie." And I was like, "You're lying." And then I tried pumpkin pie for the first time, and they're not too dissimilar. And then ever since, mm. I've been fucking with pumpkin spice shit. I've had pumpkin spice latte before, just to try it out. It's all right. Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts? It tells you how basic you are. I guess Starbucks. Starbucks? Yeah. yeah. I, they take too much of my money, though. I mean, Starbucks, I got to be literally like, for me to go, I have to be, my location has to be on the same block as Starbucks. And yeah. there has to be no line. Like, I'm never going to go out my I, way I'm, to actively I'm go to Starbucks. I'm you know? I'm gonna hit the mobile. Allison tried to get me into that. It was slow for that. Nah, nigga, you pull up Americano as soon as you get there, ready. But my fat ass does mobile order McDonald's all the time. I do that too. Our and Chick Fil A, and uh, and uh, I don't do Subway mobile order. Subway, I just feel like it wouldn't be right. Nah, I gotta tell them what I want because I gotta be like more mayo, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate this dry ass Subway sandwich, bro. <laughs> it's the worst, honestly. Nah, they be going to light on the mail, and I'm like, bro, like, make, you like that, mail? Sh- make that shit white. Yeah, I, I, normally, I normally like do mail. an Italian with like um, lettuce, tomato, cucumbers, spinach, um, a little oil and vinegar, mayonnaise, salt and pepper, and then a dash of ranch. You sound just like me, except for the ranch, but you don't try it with the ranch. I don't really like ranch. You like add that. bacon on there? Nah, I don't. Yo, add bacon will change your life. Of course. Bacon's good with anything. You had bacon with cream cheese? No, but I've had bacon with butter. You had bacon with ice cream? No. Have you? <laughs> no. <laughs> what kind of question is that? I'm sure it tastes good, though. I mean, like, bacon with ice cream. I'm just really trying to visualize that. Anyway, so uh, what, what's your high hopes for 2019? Any albums you... you... You waiting for Rihanna? Um, high hopes to 2019. Um, my high hopes is that I want to drop a project personally. Um, I feel like I have a lot of music that I've been sitting on, so that's something that I want to accomplish, even if it's trash and only five people listen to it. Like, just to say that I accomplished that, you'll get at least 100 listens, 100 plays. That's all good. All I need. Um, <laughs> I told myself that I want my Grammy by 25, so this year I actually turned 25. Um, so I have 365 days from July 10th, 2019 to July 10th, 2020. 
to get a Grammy. You could get it for next year's thing. That's the plan. So that's I'm I'm gonna work on the music this year. We gotta drop for I, next. We gotta drop like 300 songs. One of them will work. So, so the goal. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm telling you, bro. Did we do the Christmas tape? Son. We're, we've been talking about this Christmas tape for like what two years it's now? It's all right, bro. Jay Z said it himself for his album 26, I ain't need no deal. All right, so if he did it, I mean, it's crazy to think that we're like pulling up on like 26 and like we're getting old, like we're about to be peak hip hop age 26, 27. I know that's like peak, that's a peak, but I realized that the recently, like with social media, like everybody who we see that's like really popping off right now. They're not like really young people. They're not like our age, 23, 24, nah. popping off. They're like 27, 28. Well, like thir- Drake is like 30. 30. 33. He's, thir- he's, nah, he's like 31. I think he's 31. 30. Drake's yeah. 31. Kendrick's at least, I think he's 30. J. Cole, I think he's like 29. Travis Scott, he's 24. He's 24. <laughs> Travis Scott he, is our age. He dead has dropped Astroworld at 24 years old, bro. He's not even at his peak yet. Bro. He's not even at his peak yet. I mean, he's dropped three fire albums back to back to back. So imagine Birds in the Trap, 22, and Rodeo, uh, he was 21 21 or 20. Like, that's crazy. That is crazy. one of my my favorite shits ever. Birds in the Trap, bang, start to finish, bro. Through the Late Night, Balance, Find Your Balance, Balance Balancing is My Talent, Spring a Little Season on the Salad. Ooh, don't wait. Stroke my cactus. And a banger. <laughs> Taking shots like the NRA. You're Shooting shots ring. like You're the NRA. Ring. <laughs> <laughs> You're Yo, son. But nah, I don't like um off rodeo. I don't like flying high. Really? I hate that song. Banger off rodeo is 902 or no. She's a porn Oof. star girl. Crazy. Oh, and the, the switch rally. up. Da-da-da. Mike Dean my on a production. Called. She said, Travi, you work too hard. I, I worry that you forget about all, all things. I'm balling in and out of club. Don't worry. I'm going to get it, granny. 32. The video, bro. The video for that? Whatever happened. My granny happened. Yo, son. And then um, Astroworld. Yeah, you can't say I'm not it. Or, or I don't want to wake up. I want you spread up on my sheets. But you sound good. Cause he's so sweet. But that's a banger. <laughs> Kevin and I actually um, went to Astro World Tour, um, and that was a highlight of 2018. I was in the boondocks because I'm poor, and Kevin, he had the fire seats on the floor. My brother jumped over into the crowd. Crazy. I know. He's wild. Wild boy. I know. Yo, your brother drips. I'm not going to front. Follow him on the ground. He followed me on the ground. He's in <laughs> France right now. He no, is? He's in Brussels. Damn, son. Yeah. And he thinks he's cool and shit. Your brother is cool. He's stupid. <laughs> Shout out to Devin. Devin the real nigga. He's actually like tall now and like getting brolic. Damn. Mad weird. Jared's the same way. Jared is fucking like. Oh, no, he, but Jared is a giant. Jared grew last week. Like, Jared. he literally from Wednesday to Thursday, this nigga grew like maybe two inches. I literally walked into, he's walking out the bathroom and I'm like, did you grow? And he's like, did I? This nigga was taller than the mirror in our apartment. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with so you? So lucky, man. I'm like, I just want one inch, bro, Son. to not be five feet seven. Like, l- let me be five feet eight, totally, okay? <laughs> I do not want to be a short nigga. I don't want people to Google me on IMDb and, like, Wikipedia, and it says five feet seven, okay? just want to be an inch taller. <laughs> Fucking giant. Um, shout out to DJ Jared, Jared though. DJ, DJ Smooth, Smooth in the building. <laughs> 
Um, but and hickeys on his neck. I hope. <laughs> oh damn. Uh, um, high hopes of 2018. Yeah, that's it for right now. How yeah. about yourself? 2019. Damn, 2019. I mean, up. you know, waiting for that Rihanna album. Hopefully that shit drops. That Beyonce album. Probably February. I don't. I do. Do we need another Beyonce album? I don't know. It's gonna come though. Obviously, we, I, I don't really think we need one. It's coming though. I think we're about to get a new Cole album. Of course, yeah, yeah. We're about to get uh, Revenge of the Dreamers. K- KOD, he needs he needs something to follow it up. Well, cause... we're about to get Revenge of the Dreamers. I, I saw they're going in the studio next yeah, week, and then that'll come soon. Ari Lennox, she's probably gonna drop her her album, which is gonna be fire. Um, fucking who else is there? Kanye, uh, Yandi, Yandi. He's about to change the game. He said it last time I was tweeting like this. I made my beautiful daughter a fantasy. <laughs> Damn, he was wilding, bro. Drake versus wilding. Kanye. He was just talking to himself. Jake's a bully, bro. Is he? Yeah. He be on he be on Instagram putting the purple demon emojis. And then he puts the caption. He's like, uh, um, first first suspects. Just toying with him. Cause Kanye's crazy. So he knows it messes with him. Following Kim on the gram. I'm not saying I fucking Kanye's like, you stupid for getting mad at that. But he Drake does it on purpose to be to get at him because he knows it bothers him. That's true. He's aware, so he's a bully for that. That's true. You know? You know what I'm saying? Do you think you have you seen Bird Box? No, I haven't seen Bird Box. Damn, you slacking. But if you see if you <laughs> seen Bird Box, I feel like Kanye would be one of those people who does like is not affected by like the demon spirit or whatever and like try to convince people that, you know, like to look into the light. Why isn't like he that. affected? Why aren't they affected? I don't remember why aren't they affected, but like they were trying to convince. But they could see. Yeah, they could see. Like, and some people were just like, "No, I can't take it off." Some people can't see because like they didn't want to die. You know, it makes you commit suicide. That's crazy. But why? That's crazy. It's crazy. It's a crazy movie. But then, how do they like out the womb? They put blindfolds on them. No, it just happened like on a random day of the street on it, like out of the year. It was like a random day. It was like the end of the world. But I think the the people who had um who could see had like some type of like mental disorder or whatever. Mm. But I feel like Kanye would be like one of those people to be looking at people and trying to convince them to open their eyes. Because wow. he does that shit on Twitter right now and niggas is still looking. They paying attention. They looking at them tweets. Going crazy. Put that blindfold on. If I was any more cool, I'd be frozen. That was the hardest tweet of 20, <laughs> 2018, bro. Hardest tweet. That was the realest shit that I've ever heard in my life. Um, but um, I'm ready for that Big Sean album. Definitely need a project from Big Sean. Hopefully that shit drops. Um, maybe some new Tana Taylor. Uh, there'll definitely be a Brockhampton album because they dropped like four a year. Uh, what is Brockhampton going to be like without Amir Van? They're going to be fine. Like... I think he was the underrated all star. Honestly, people say that, and they say that his, their last album, like, wasn't as hard. But I thought it was just as good as a, the Saturation series. Um, but they're going on a tour; they're gonna be fine. And I think they did a good job mm-hmm. for doing what they did. They did their research, though. They like extensively, and Amir like lied to them as well mm-hmm. about the whole situation. So they felt strongly about what they did. I respect and I, I commend them, OD. Hold them, hold them accountable. Yeah, I commend them, OD. They'll, they'll be fine. They're, they're good. They're good. But I feel that, though. And maybe he'll... Hey, man, people like an underdog. 
Um, Maybe he'll learn from his ways and come back. Like Tupac got convicted of sexual misconduct. And look at him. He's considered the greatest rapper alive. But mm-hmm. so Amir, maybe he'll come back. But nah, you can't come Fellas, back. Fellas, we just got to do better. This yeah. is this has happened too, quite too often. You, you know? you, uh, yo, Steven Tyler, freaking married, had his, a mother sign over her 13-year-old daughter to him. It was tour. And then she got pregnant. And he went on tour again and left her in, the, in, her, in his crib with no food for two months. And she called him like, yo, I need food. Like, I'm pregnant. And he's like, all right, I'm going to send someone. And then she woke up to the house being set on fire. What the fuck? Steven Tyler, my nigga. Steven Tyler, shit. It's in, it's in both their books. They both wrote a book. It's both in there. 13 years old. He's, no one says that shit. And you know, he's white, whatever. You could consider that. Rock legend. Maybe that's um, what they care about. Uh... Even uh, James Brown, like James Brown, yeah, he was beating his wife and everything. Yeah, um, I think Chuck Berry did shit. I don't know. Chuck Berry, he got a he got arrested because he pretty much he went across state lines with an underage girl. Damn, and he got caught in a car with an underage girl. Woody Allen married his adopted daughter. <laughs> this is like <laughs> this is the, literally proves all the fuck shit in the world. And that guys are at the center of it. And I just want you guys to know that me and Kevin are trying to be the change. And we're trying to do better. And try to educate these young brothers out here. That ass. Like, what are you doing? Like, For real. I, I don't understand. Consent. That's why you respect. Just need, you just need Jesus. Treat them better. You know nah, what I but mean? niggas who have Jesus still be doing fuck shit. And then they be hiding behind Jesus and, and while they're doing fuck shit. Oh, Lord. It's, it's, it's messed up, man. But we're going to sign off. This is Mogul Talk. Season two, episode one. We appreciate y'all. Follow us on the gram, the Mogul Talk Podcast. Yup, yup, yup. Um, you can also follow me on No Church in the City. Follow me at I Am King Jewels. Um, and uh, just let us know what y'all think. This is gonna be uh, on our website and shit. You know, the whole the website's gonna be a whole overhaul. Y'all see, it. y'all see soon. Wait on it. Flex coming soon too. Loading, loading. <laughs> we out. <laughs>